At three hours. Aaron, most days, I you know, three hours seems seems fine. For years we did uh well we did three. I did three hours forever. Then went to two, kind of enjoyed the two. Today we probably need the full three. And take we could probably add another hour today and take you to seven o'clock. I don't know, Aaron, if I have the authority or if you want me to have the authority <laughs> to to make such a decision, but this was uh an enormous sports weekend. In fact, Aaron, I started like kind of putting everything down and kind of getting uh, uh, things in shape for what the show would look like. And you know, it just occurred to me as we were about to come on, I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even have room for like Texas OU, which normally would be an enormous part of this. What happened in that game? How? Uh, Texas couldn't hold them at the end. OU comes racing down the field. Uh, what an enormous win for the Sooners. And now we wonder if UT and OU will end up in that Big 12 title game. Lord knows we don't want that to happen. But right now there's not a lot to say in the league. Who are you going to turn to? West Virginia? I mean, K-State can't do anything. <laughs> they lose in Stillwater. Uh, there's not a lot to look around. I mean, maybe Texas Tech will try to get things right after their win over the Bears. But the only thing, Aaron, that, uh, you know, kind of kept us in decent spirits, I mean, considering the Cowboys go out and get run off the field in the Battle of the Bay, I mean, that's that's that was just pure embarrassment. And it's going to lead to some questions today on our show. We'll bring up some stuff in the Blitz, and there's lots of injuries, Aaron, that we need to update folks on. Doesn't look like it's a good injury with C.J. Goodwin. We hope that we've gotten pretty good news on Vander Esch. Uh, Donovan Wilson got hurt late in that ball game. But what a – I mean, you got a you got a genuine quarterback problem with the Cowboys. And some people might say, well, Mosley – we already thought they did. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know that any of us thought that he could go out there and look that awful and, and kind of throw it all around the yard, throw three picks, not really look competitive. And and you got uh, three and out city. I mean, five three and outs and then that one touchdown drive in the first half. You're trying to stay in it with a 21-10 deficit. And then the 49ers just come racing back down the field like it was nothing. Aaron, I mean, like, when you think back on that game last night, and, of course, we got the horrible Baylor Tech game. Believe me, we'll talk plenty about that. But, like, Iuk, I mean, just kind of running free. Kittle doing anything he wanted. I hope you had Kittle on at least one of your (laughs) fantasy teams with three touchdowns in that game. I mean, I, Aaron, it just seems like all our teams, it's just embarrassment. Like, it's lack of lack, uh, – and, and I, I, we need to do one at a time. We'll do plenty of Baylor, don't get me wrong. But for the Cowboys right now, Aaron, just a utter lack of being competitive. I mean, to not even be able to stay on the field with them, we would have accepted a loss, but you got beat 42-10. to 10. <laughs> I mean, it's it really is, and Aaron, you've kind of tried to temper your fandom in recent years, so you probably were 
almost slightly amused by the proceedings. But 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 Cowboys fans are in a in a huge funk today, and for good reason. Well, I think uh, I was listening to Mike Greenberg, the morning show here on ESPN Central Texas, and he summed up my feelings completely. Not about the whole game. I, I turned it off after Kittle's second touchdown because I I was just like I know how this is going. I've been a Cowboys fan my whole life, and I've been watching this team obviously every week, even though I'm not the same kind of fan I used to be but Greenberg was talking about Dak and he said I just have to accept the fact that Dak is not as good as I thought he was and I was like is he reading my mind right now because that's exactly what I thought when I went back and I didn't watch it live but I did go back and review the game I watched the highlights I looked at the stats and Dak was terrible Dak is regressing He's gotten worse in the last two years than he was in his first six years in the league. And that, like you said, the Cowboys have a quarterback problem. There's no other way around it. Yeah. I do not, I do not think you should be eligible, Aaron, as a, as a, a major talk show guy in the area uh, and a major part of the Matt Mosley show. You have to suffer along with all Cowboys fans. This checking out early on these losses. Now, you couldn't do it on the Baylor game because you were having to work the Baylor game. But this is a, this is a new phenomenon to me. So, uh, a, 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 somebody who just says, nah, this stinks. I'm, I'm <laughs> out of here. Like, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you to ride these things out because – We've got people who are suffering today on several fronts. And by the way, if you want to sound off today on Baylor or Cowboys, and I'm about to talk about the good thing, by the way, because there was very some great news for area fans, uh, at least for Rangers fans. But if you want to sound off on the Cowboys or Baylor, because the truth is both of those things are similar in that there's a lack of competition that's happening. Like they, Baylor basically didn't belong on the same field as Tech the other night, and the Cowboys did not belong on the same field as San Francisco. So we'll do the daily double if we need to. And if you want to go off, today I'm going to, you know, Aaron, you know how organized you and I like to be, right? Every We like oh, to account for absolutely. every minute of this show. All right? But we're, today we're going to let people go. If they want to go off on the Cowboys, that's fine. If they want to go off on Baylor, that's fine. I mean, I'm not here to defend Dave Aranda or anybody right now. Like, that's that's bad. And you can't keep trotting out, you know, well, well we're looking great in practice, but we can't take it out of the field. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Mac Rhodes doesn't care. No one cares about that. No one, oh, we're going to get better. We're going to have a meeting. Well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. It, it, until further notice, neither the Bears nor the Cowboys are to be trusted. Now, if you want to sound off, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And you can text us. That's the CNC Collision Center text line. Or you can call us. And we'll leave a couple of phone lines on as we get uh, as we get going here. 
and and I I hated that Tech. I didn't think they took over the stadium. I got to say, the going band from Raiderland, though, Aaron, being up in the press box the other night and watching that whole thing, you felt their presence. I, Joey was praising him after the game, and the Golden Wave band did a great job. I mean, nothing against them, but they, they were way up there at the top, and, and yet they just played the entire game. And I felt like Tech and their fans really showed up and did some good things. The Baylor fans were there. And they were ready to get involved in that game. And just, they just I mean, this is kind of like, oh, man, maybe the fourth quarter. Maybe they'll come back like they did against UCF. No, no. What did we say before the game, Aaron? We said exactly that. You can't do this. You can't do what you did against UCF and have any chance to come back. And they didn't. Right? When they finally scored to make it 24-11, and you're like, okay, maybe they got a little something going here. Tech just raced right down the field. Anything they wanted. Like after the game, Coach Aranda was kind of like, hey, I was proud of our defense. I think what he's talking about is they at least, after those first couple of scores, tried to dig in and give the offense some help. And got, you know, got a takeaway, you know, did a couple of things that made you think. Oh, oh, man, look at the Bears. Look at the Bears. They're going to stand up and play a little bit. And much like the Cowboys last night, it didn't matter. It didn't matter, did it? It's like, oh, man, they, they got a McCaffrey fumbled. Jordan Lewis, who got trucked, by the way, forces a fumble. And then you see the Cowboys just kind of trot out there and do nothing. I mean, I, I would say this. Blake Shapin played a million times better than Dak. Wasn't even close. Blake kept swinging, and that was part of the message after the game from, like, Monterey Baldwin. It was like, why can't we all be like Blake? I mean, he's out there motoring around, putting his body on the line, trying to run over people, go, you know, doing everything he can. They can't block for him. And then on one of those fumbles, Aaron, like a key moment when they maybe were trying to get back in it. Was this in the first half? Was this the second quarter, I think, when ba- Baylor puts the ball on the ground and uh, and our man, our big man. I, I mean, I like the guy. He's six eight. He's six eight, about three thirty. He's playing guard for the Bears. And balls down there on the ground, and the big man leans over and tries to kind of Leon let it. He, he well, I think I'll just reach down here, pick the ball up. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You going to run with it somewhere? Like what? What is the plan? for a 6'8 guard reaching down trying to pluck a football off the ground. My goodness. Wow. I mean, there we were, Aaron. I'm thinking back to that pregame, and we had so much hope. And we say it's 2-3. and three. You get to 3-3 three and three going to the bye. Man, I feel like now that we were frauds. I mean, watching it, how it plays out, like how were we out there talking about they might win this game? I mean, they went out there, and, and we're not really even to stay. I just I, – and the, and the year before, they just – they you know, they beat them up in the trenches and were all over Tech, and then they just didn't get it done. Again, if you want to sound off on this or you disagree with me, I welcome that. My gosh. Somebody, Aaron, was trying to get me to respond the other night on Twitter. And I, I, I'm not going to say his name because it's not worth it, but, like – they were after me, like, because I had said something nice about Grimes in his po in his uh, 
that post-game thing for UCF, right, that little Baylor Plus vision they do. And I, I thought he had a really good speech or whatever, and I must have noted that. And, boy, this tweeter just kept at me and at me. And I, and I even, I, I don't know, Aaron, can you not mute some people? You know, I like the mute <laughs> button because they don't know you've muted them. They, they think it's just a normal situation. Well, I kept seeing his stuff, even though I'd muted him. When you mute somebody, you're supposed to not see their stuff anymore. And I feel like, Aaron, this may be a Elon Musk. This may be an Elon Musk change. I fear that the mute still allows me to see. Now, again, I don't mind when people are mad at me or all that, but when somebody just harasses me, goodness gracious, you're going to get the mute button. Man, it, it was just like, what do you think, Mo's Lake? Just over and over. <laughs> I, like, but, why uh, would you, I, I, that's one of my least favorite things, hanging on the rim yeah. about something you said before the game, talking yeah, about exactly. last week's game and the incredible yeah. comeback. Yeah. It, it's just those are the worst kind of people. Aaron, it was so bad. Like, the Baylor performance was so bad that, like, one of my one of my longtime media friends who we just kind of – we just haven't really talked much in recent years for whatever reason. Like, we just – the two of us walked out. I mean, beyond belief, it, it, it like, brought us together. We walked out together after the game uh, and, and kind of exchanged – we just talked – it was like we were both kind of shell-shocked by what we'd seen. And we, you know, maybe maybe these losses is going to bring the Baylor family together. <laughs> it's just in anger, just in absolute anger at the whole thing. So if you got something to say about the Baylor game or about the way things are going, I, it's, we're, hey, we're, it's a safe space. You know, we are the Baylor flagship. We carry the games. But we can we can talk about this. I mean, we're not going to sit here and pretend this didn't happen. Like it's this season. Like every all the good stuff that happened with UCF was pretty much whizzed away, for lack of a better phrase. Um, I I mean, Aaron, do you have any? Do you agree with that? I just feel like all any kind of like good feelings and boy, great comeback and all the great feelings that came with that. Like just kind of don't even. I mean, I'm glad it happened, and that was fun, the UCF comeback. But the way they played the other night, like, all that's kind of gone. Now they're 2-4. and four. I don't really see a path to a bowl game, per se. Like, I don't see them being – who are they going to be um, – who are they going to be picked over the rest of the season? they got to go to Cincinnati at some point. Um, they'll have West Virginia coming in. Right now there's no way they'd be picked over West Virginia – um, Aaron, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think. Who's the uh, homecoming game? Is that Kansas? Is KU coming in for that? Like, I don't, I don't know why Baylor would be picked over Kansas at home right now. <laughs> maybe they would say a pick them or maybe Baylor by two. Like, is there anybody Baylor's going to be who, – who, who are the Bears going to be favored over the rest of the way? Maybe Houston. That's it, man. You're right. Houston's coming to town, and they probably will be favored over the Cougars, although I wouldn't feel great. It's not like I'd be out the pregame. The game, oh, we're going to get a win. Going to get a win over the Cougars. I mean, this is a bad, this is a bad deal, and, and, and we're left seeing Joey 
after the game. And, of course, Joey and I are friends, but still. I, you think I want to see that anymore than anybody else? Him getting to do whatever he's doing and, and the lineman saying, you know, if, you get, if I get in a fight with a bear in the wilderness, pray, uh, pray for the bear or something. I mean, all that. They're going crazy on social media. Now, again, the Bears have owned them for several years, like a decade, basically. Bears were like, oh, I don't know, seven or eight of the last ten coming into this one. So let's not get carried away, Red Raiders. All right? You are three and three, you're a 500 team. But on that night, you were the better team. And quite honestly, from a talent perspective, Aaron, I don't, I don't want to keep hearing about how they got championship players on this team. They may. I think they have good players. I think they have some good young defensive backs. Uh, I like some of their safeties. I, I mean, they're they're they're. I like some of their wide receivers. I like some of their running backs. But Baylor is a bad football team right now by any measure. And whatever, Aaron, you love analytics probably more than I do. I like it too, but just not quite as much as you do. But the SP index that ESPN does the. The, the the PFF, whatever you want to look at. Baylor's like ba- Baylor's way down. I mean they're not even I mean they're just not even really in the ball game right now. Um it's uh it is a it is a bad, bad scene. Again, we'll uh I wanna we'll we're gonna talk more about the actual game, how tech did it, what can be done, if anything, and oh Aaron, you remember Boy, our man was backing up the other night on on uh, our group text. I we were told how bad this tech quarterback was. Aaron was he was he was he bad? Was he bad in that game? I don't think so. He looked pretty looked pretty good to me. Your uh, calls and text as we get into Baylor Tech, and we'll do we'll do the whole Cowboys analysis as well coming up later i promise you in the four o'clock hour and the five o'clock hour we got a long way to go but if you want to sound off on the bears and 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 let us know what do you think can be done i mean i'm sure people are already thinking about changes i I don't think mac is there i think mac's examining what in the world is going on and how they can't win at home and how they're not competitive against fbs teams right they're competitive against utah They've been no shows versus Texas and Texas Tech. 70 to 22. A combined 70 to 22. All right. What is that? What do they have over at Baylor, Aaron? Truth telling Monday. Is that it? Truth telling Monday. We're going to do that right here on the Matt Mosley show. Uh, call us 254 662 1660. Your calls and text are next. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Michelle Leonard and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. 
We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Need help cleaning your home? Call English Maids. They can help you clean up from summer or get you ready for the holiday guest. Their locally owned and operated team, led by Kay and Lauren English, is dedicated to providing professional, punctual, and quality cleaning services. Their maids have had extensive training and are nationally screened and bonded. When you choose English Maids, you're choosing trust and superior service. Call them today at 254-235-6373 or visit EnglishMage.biz for a free estimate. You'll always receive quality service from people you can trust. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. Back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right. Reminder out there at Allen Samuels. Whoa. Uh, they're, doing, they're doing some great deals out there. The Chargers, some of those trucks. Uh, man, I, I just have been going over and looking at the lot. Ted Teague, uh, just a great inventory out there and as the day unfolds i'll give you a few more of those deals as we've now um now into october and they've got some really really cool deals out there to tell you about that is out there at alan samuels all right dodge chrysler jeep the whole uh the whole shebang um all right it is uh the the mosley show 254 662-1660. We're talking about Baylor 
I mean, I and, and we've got some text messages that you guys have been sending that we'll get to. Aaron is monitoring that mainly because I'm not that much of a multitasker. I think the young Drake Toll has fallen in love with the text line, with the CNC Collision Center text line. He likes to look at that thing, see what you guys are up to. But uh, Aaron is monitoring it uh, closely. You know, I was occupied, Aaron, the other night. The, the thing I wanted to ask Aranda, and I did, and we may hear about this later in the program, was like, what what were y'all doing? And I know he's a defensive coach, but still, he's the only one we're allowed to talk to. Hey, Dave, what are y'all doing up there on fourth down? That's why it'd be good if, like, Jeff Grimes and, and Matt Pallage and others could talk during the season. Because it's like... Hey, Dave, um, those first two uh, uh, fourth down attempts didn't look like they had any chance. <laughs> um, I, again, I usually, you know how I am, Aaron, I kind of ask questions and try to be very professional in the way I do it. But I think I, I, I just wanted to know, like, the first one they tried a, a pass and there was no chance. It got blown up immediately on like a fourth and inches. Okay, well, that's where either a, a quarterback sneak, you got to be doing something to load up. But, again, that's probably where they don't trust the offensive line to even get a yard. Well, then they're in a fourth and two in their own territory, and they desperately need something good to happen. And they go a crack toss to the right, to the boundary, um, short side of the field, and, I mean, just DOA. Just dead on arrival, baby. I mean, just gets blown up about four yards deep. I mean, there's no – and and – and I'm sure, and I have not, I usually look at, see what rotors come up with. You know, our former rotor used to come on with us and do the exit. Oh, I saw him in the press box the other night. He does a good job of breaking all this film down and then presenting a lot of the clips on Twitter. I really like it. You, uh, rotor does a nice job, but he's just getting, I mean, so somebody got beat, obviously. Now, what were they trying to do? Was, was, were they trying to pull? Were they just trying to flat up block it over there? They got blown off the ball. It shouldn't be that surprising at this point. They basically, Aaron, like, they're so bad right now that they need to go for it on fourth a lot. I mean, even when they're really good, they liked going for it on fourth down. I think they were one for six in this game. One for six. To the point at the end, they were just because they they had no chance and they just needed to keep the score down as much as they could. And they're just having like punt from their end zone. Just like, hey, guys. I don't know, Tech, if y'all want to score, go score, but we're done here. We're going to go ahead and punt this ball out of here because we got no chance of making a fourth down on uh, – or, make you know, converting on a third and 16. Uh, Dave basically said that they need to go and revise some things and look back and, and, and kind of look at what's available to them on offense. Ba- basically, he admitted – in this RVO and what Grimes is trying to do, if you can't run, you can't run the rest of your offense. Like, it's all based on running the football. And against freaking Texas Tech, who they blew off the ball last year, they ran the ball, Aaron, 30 times for 17 yards or something embarrassing like that. I mean, just absolutely got bullied. And uh, and the only thing they had was shaping trying to work the ball down the field. The receivers were at least trying. Monterey was fighting. I mean, the receiver, Hal, and the rest of the guy. I love neighbors. I mean, you kept Burton. I love all these. 
receivers and running backs, but Lord help, they had no shot at getting anything. Now, uh, we do have phone lines open for you. Uh, Aaron has been monitoring some of your uh, text messages. Uh, 254-662-1660. And I've given you the opportunity today to go go Cowboys or Baylor, okay, because both of them were the same. Both of them were non-competitive, all right? They went out there, and and I guess the only thing that makes it worse about Baylor is that they were at home, and you got a big gold out, and you put those gold uniforms on, and let me tell you something. When you play like that, gold uniforms look goofy, and people want to call you bananas or whatever, right? I mean, the whole thing just looks goofy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's hear from some of our folks on the uh, text line. Aaron, who do we have? Uh, from the 254, he echoed a uh, thought that I've met, had a couple of times since the loss. He said, the great comeback, and he put great comeback in quotes, he said, the great comeback last week is diminished after watching Kansas blow out UCF. And Kansas, with a backup quarterback, just ran UCF off the football field. It was not close. And UCF did not look – it didn't look like two Power 5 teams, if that makes – well, that makes mm-hmm. total sense because we've seen lots of games like that this year, um, not all involving those two, but it, it's it's not good. The next one says – Sorry, it takes a while to scroll back. You're okay. You're okay. Aaron doing some scrolling because <laughs> we have several coming in. And feel free to uh, sample several of them because I know they're flying in. Again, if you want to text something in and be eligible to uh, to have your thoughts come across our airwaves, put your name on it. You know, but you don't have to put your full name. Just put a name. I always like to know who's weighing in. 254 662 1660. Aaron, what else do we have? Uh, from the 940, it says, Why aren't we talking about Pallage? Our defense looks horrendous every game, and it doesn't help that our offense is expected to have a three and out every possession. Roberts had a much better D. I like Aranda, but look around to the coordinators to see some real change. We have good running backs, but it's unfortunate that our O line won't let them do their work. All right, I mean, I understand the sentiment, and maybe since he's calling the plays, we should hold Pallage more accountable, but that's just what you get when you hire a defensive head coach who's considered one of the great defensive gurus in college football. Make no mistake, if Dave Aranda gets fired today, like next year he's going to be at an SEC school or a top job, uh, as defense coordinator. They'll hire him in a heartbeat. Now, I know what you're saying. Probably you're thinking, well, Kevin Still had the same thing happen. And Kevin Still's had about a 25-year career as a defensive coordinator. But I, I just don't think, when you think of the Baylor defense, you think of Aranda being responsible for it. So I have a hard time coming on here and bypassing Aranda and throwing a bunch of heat on Matt Pallage. I mean, he's just come back to town. Uh, could he call a better game? Sure, sure. We can put some of that on him. But, um, I mean, honestly, his specialty over the years has been more like the secondary. 
and some of these young cornerbacks play extremely well. Some of the safeties even. But uh, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? You got, you got the, uh, you got Coop, uh, and, and then to to make it worse, Aaron, the, who's the guy scoring touchdowns for him? What do you think his name was? Baylor. All right, Baylor Cup. And I remember this guy. I think he used to be at maybe Texas A&M or something. Like, he, he's got some kind of connections to another school in the state. Baylor Cup ends up at Texas Tech, and he and he just, he, you know, he's just great. He's good. Eakin, uh, E-A-K-I-N. He's from Stephenville, I think. They found him on the first one. He reminds you of a, about a million other Tech receivers over the years, whether it be Amendola or Welker, whoever. He's a little bigger than those guys. But, I mean, just, you know, he's just sitting wide open in the end zone. There he is. And Morton, I mean, I'm sorry. My, our man Drake, love, I loved our pregame the other day. But, well, if we're going to say Baron Morton is a bad quarterback, I, golly, if that's bad, I wonder what good looks like. He was sharp. He was, I mean, threw gorgeous balls around the goal line. He had good footwork. And then in the end, just to pile on, he goes rumbling in for a touchdown. I mean, what was he, Aaron? 70%, like 68, 70%, 71% yeah, it was percentage. Almost 72%. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw you texting that the other night and I had to, I had to kind of laugh. The, uh, the, uh, Drake was kind of defending his, uh, deal, which is fine. I kind of, I always enjoy Drake's takes, uh, even if I disagree with them. But I kept trying to tell him, this Baron Morton is streaky. Watch him. Watch him. And they didn't have any defense for him. And, again, I, I don't – I thought he looked pretty good. I mean, and and they and, – and then Taj Brooks, what a – you know, he – and then whoever they put in. Aaron, who's the little back? Cameron, somebody. They had a guy named Cameron. I mean, it just didn't matter who they put in. Bears didn't really have a chance. And then – you know, when the when the Bears kind of tagged out was when some of those uh, deals where they would hit him like after three yards and the pile would move another seven or eight yards. I mean, they just, much like what happened against the Cowboys, the Red Raiders come into town and they took the Bears behind a woodshed. Now, I don't, today's not the day, at least for me, to get into one of these huge Joey McGuire discussions. Should you have hired Joey? Well, you didn't. You end up on a staff where he's on, uh, having that incredible 2021 season. Now, Grimes, of course, came in and was a huge part of that. But like, does that hap- Does that season happen if Joey's your head coach? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to we'll never know the answer to that. Is Joey a fireier um more motivational type guy than Dave. Well, obviously, okay, doesn't take a doesn't take a brain surgeon to figure that one out. But is he the X's and O's man that Dave is? Not in your life, not even close. But you know what's what makes the better coach these days? Well, we're going to find out. And and the Bears do have a little more time. They got more games. I mean, Aaron, it's good news and bad news, isn't it? The good news is. They still have time to win some games. The bad news is they still have time to lose some games. And and I I don't 
Aaron, what's the record now? Two and four? Does that sound about right to you? Uh, they got. Let's give them the Houston game. What other game could you give them? You feel good about going to Cincinnati? Eh, eh not great. Don't feel great about that one. Uh, what am I missing, Aaron? I mean, is there any other? Is there any other thing? I don't feel good against Kansas. Do you have to do something against K State this year? I can't remember. Um, I, 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 I mean, Houston's the only thing you can give them right now. The way this thing, the way this thing's looking. Oh, Iowa State. Uh, you do have, you do have the Cyclones, I believe, at some point. That that may be one. I mean, again, but who After did what Iowa they State just did to TCU? I, I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not I putting know. it as a win. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Even though Duggan took some time off from the NFL, had a bye week, and showed up there in the land of the Cyclone, and TCU just like kind of a kind of a no show type situation. Now, Aaron, do you have any more you wanted to hit the uh, on the text line, the C and C? collision center text line you can edit if anybody's saying some using profanity uh here on the matt mosley show with aaron section uh aaron give us a give us another uh couple of uh of our text messages uh fletch from moody says baylor's playing uninspired football the coaches show no emotions whatsoever and then we have one more from it looks like from the 254 also it's a question it says do you think that mac would let go of aranda after only three years four and then he correct uh four years he actually said okay at the end of the message he said exclude the covid year so actually three which is fair there you no one could do anything during the covid year um do i think mac I mean, it really is going to be how this thing plays out. I mean, if they – I don't know how anybody survives a – if you lose out, I, I don't know how anybody survives a, a you know, 2-10 and ten situation. I really don't. Um, I think Mac still f- believes in Dave – and believes in the kind of person he is, and he's praying and hoping and doing anything he can. I think knowing Mac, he's in. He he's he may show up in a few of these coaching meetings. I mean he he's been known to go in there and look at some things. I I don't. Uh, this is not somebody who's going to kind of sit on the outside and and hope things get better. Uh, he's he's a dig in and be right in there in the middle of it. And so, uh, I, it's, there's no, there's never a guarantee. Um, I, I just think they're going to do everything in their power to stand behind him and see if they can get it moving in the right direction. But these are killer. When you are, when you are not competitive with the university of Texas and Texas tech at home, and you look that listless and the fan base is this angry uh, and this upset, you know, you got to listen to that. You got to listen. Now you can't just listen to every fan or media person that comes up with an idea, right? I mean, everybody's got their essay. There's somebody writing the other day. Well, if Joey wins this game, they should have hired 
Joey. Well, I don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's that simple. I think it's a lot more complicated than that. But, uh, I mean, it's nobody's safe right now. Let's put it that way. I mean, they're two and four, and they weren't competitive at home in these two straight games. Um, and, and it's not – this is not a good situation. All right, uh, more of your text and calls throughout the afternoon. 254-662-1660. Appreciate it. Love it when everybody weighs in. Let's uh, let's do something we call the NFL Blitz. Um, we got Cowboys news uh, from an injury standpoint, and then uh, Aaron will take a peek around the rest of the league. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your log miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk Waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Man, I tell you, one of the good things, Aaron, uh, Aaron Sexton, Matt Mosley here with you. Uh, at walking around McLean Stadium Saturday night, it was really neat to. I just kept meeting Roy Nash, brought uh, a gentleman over. Jay Kelly was down there. There were some people down there in the uh, Letter Winners Lounge, the B Association, and and everybody just kept saying, "Man, we love y'all's show." Uh, I think they're enjoying the station. Our expanded offerings from eleven to six right now. But um, that was one of the few good things that came out of the game last night was as I, at halftime, I'll walk down there to hang with my family. uh, And uh, everybody was just like going crazy about how much they're enjoying the show. And um, I thought that was a wonderful sign. So, Aaron, let's give them what they want, right? Let's continue to to be... Very entertaining. I don't know. I don't know if they said anything about being entertaining. All right, Aaron, what do we have in today's episode of the NFL Blitz? We will start with more of the fallout from the 49ers throttling of the Cowboys last night. 42 to 10. Dak Prescott was terrible. Three interceptions on three consecutive drives in the game. And his quotes, honestly, now you can tell me if I'm if if you think the same thing, the first thing when I saw some of his quotes was that they sounded a lot, and I mean a lot, like Coach Aranda's quotes from after the Texas Tech game. He said, quote, didn't see it coming, felt good about the preparation and felt good about everything, honestly, coming into this game, matchups, and they beat us in every aspect. Mm-hmm. That's that's Dak that was saying that? Yes. Yeah. Um, I... I just, I mean, it, it. I saw, I heard the same thing, and it did sound a little bit about like what was coming from Coach Aranda. And, uh, and by the way, good job by. I'm trying to remember who they brought in the other night. That that uh, Monterey comes in there, and uh, David asked him after the game, like basically, did y'all quit? And Monterey did not. He did not <laughs> shrink away from that. He was kind of like, well, I mean, you know, he. He, he kind of said something about, like... He said just, there are certain know, players just here for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, Monterey Baldwin did say that. And then I'm trying to think who else they brought out that um, that I, I just kind of admired. I mean, I think... I also think you need to hear from the quarterback in those situations. I mean, he's the leader of the team. And uh, he... Uh, uh, I mean, he... You know, if you're going to put him out there after a huge win, you got to kind of let the leaders be the leaders. And uh, I think your quarterback needs to come out. I mean, he played valiantly and I don't think had a 
he was not one of the worst guys on the field by far. Uh, but I, I, I think sometimes you got to, hey, if you're going to name them captains and they're going to be your big leader, they probably ought to be out there after the game. But I, but Monterey, and I, I don't remember Monterey coming out in these, some of these other games. He had good things to say. You remember we were talking early in the season, Aaron, about like Monterey, like, man, his body language wasn't good and all that. Like, I, I, the one positive thing through all this, he seems to be one of the team's biggest leaders. I mean, he's he's kind of, he, I don't know, he was stepping up the other night. And I don't know if they, they wanted him saying that stuff. But, um, Aaron, they may tell Monterey, hey, truth-telling is supposed to wait till Monday. You don't need to do it to the, <laughs> to the media after the game. But, I, boy, I liked him and whoever else. I cannot escape me who else they sent out. Those guys did a nice job under turf, tough circumstances. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. But that's, a, that's interesting, Aaron, that you had that thought because, uh, and, and, you know, McCarthy, I thought Dak owned up to the fact that, hey, I've never been humbled this much. McCarthy tried to roll out the it's one game. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Mike, hey, y'all did not try to hide from the fact that you know this team you got to go through in the NFC, two straight losses in the playoffs. Um, you, know, you can't roll that it's one game. Yeah, if it's one game, it felt like three games because you got embarrassed, and now the Cowboys sit at three and two, and they may end up being a wild card team, make the playoffs. But I, I from a psyche standpoint, you're going to have a hard time moving on from from this loss, forty-two to ten. In uh, uh, and, and by the way, Aaron, what you may have this. I'm sorry, but like one quote that kind of made me laugh and would infuriate Cowboys fans was like the the San Francisco player. I think he was a defensive lineman. He said something to the effect of, well, you know, you kind of – it's more fun to be in close games. And he basically insinuated that he got bored out there against the Cowboys. <laughs> I thought that was kind of <laughs> funny. Uh, I mean, and, and Ed Werner talked to Jerry before the game. He talked to Kyle Shanahan the night before the game. They had a one-on-one with Kyle Shanahan. Stayed out there at the team hotel. And, and, and visited with all these people. And, boy, they thought they were in for a barn burner. Jerry thought this was going to be like the first game of the season, basically. Like, this is how you kind of started with a big game against San Francisco. And if that's the case, it's like they're 0-1, right? They're, that's awful. Because their three wins right now are against kind of like, yeah, meh. Patriots look horrible. Cam Stewart continues to suffer. Did they even bring that up today, Aaron? How was Cam Stewart handling just the just the utter nonsense that is the uh, New England Patriots right now? He was pretty depressed. Uh, I don't blame him. They may be the worst yeah. team in the league. Of course, this may be Belichick's plan <laughs> to yeah. tank this year and and grab Caleb Williams or Drake Maine. But they are. And you're right about how. The Cowboys' wins looked a lot better preseason than they do now because the Giants and the uh, Patriots may are, are definitely yeah. two of the worst teams in the league, no doubt. And about I mean, it. let's not act like the Jets or any great. Oh, and the Jets. They Sorry. had a yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a nice <laughs> win that makes Nathaniel Hackett look a little better. Did you see Sean? Since we're doing the NFL Blitz, 
Did you see Sean Payton when Russ came off the field? He had a fumble. They're trying to drive down there. It's 24-21. They're getting beat by the Jets, and and uh, he fumbles, and he comes over the sideline, and Sean Payton gets into him. You just don't normally see, like, when, when Dak throws one of his million interceptions, Mike's over there hugging him up. You know, like, hey, Dak, everything okay? Dak, whose fault was that? I know it wasn't your fault. You know, they even tried to say on that first pick last night that Gibson had on that deep ball that went to nowhere. Gibson, I mean, you know, basically <laughs> threw it straight to them. Yes. Um, yeah, McCarthy says, yeah, they got his footwork off. They got his fo- footwork off because they put the pressure on him. Aaron, like, have you have we ever seen an NFL quarterback that didn't have somebody bearing down on them, even if they're trying to deliver a deep ball? Is that is that the excuse we give now? Oh, they got his footwork off on a deep ball. I mean, I are, is that the way foot, football's played now? You got to have the perfect pocket at all times. I mean, you think you think the great Mahomes. Everything's perfect for he almost welcomes chaos and then he functions beautifully in it. Oh my gosh. And he just launches the ball and then it's kind of smiling afterwards like, well, you know, there's what are Brandon you gonna Cooks. Do? Uh-huh. There's Brandon Cooks just flying down there and then after the game. They don't have any other choice. I mean, think about it, Aaron. I mean, I know this is kind of unfair, but it's the truth. How much more money this year will Dak make? Than, uh, than this quarterback, um, you know, Purdy, Brock Purdy for the 49ers. Eh, comes out to about, what, $39 million? Going to make about $39.2 million more? That's about, that's the discrepancy. Now, I know he's on his rookie deal still, but that's what we're talking about. San Francisco's getting that kind of quarterback play at a, an enormous discount, and the guy's got a roommate in San Fran. He's just, he, you know, good. It, it cost of living's pretty high there, and he's uh, he's sharing it with an offensive lineman, and and uh, because he's making the veterans minimum or the rookie minimum type deal, or I say rookie, he's not a rookie anymore, but he's making about eight hundred grand, which most of us would would kill for, but in the NFL, that's not that much money, based on you know other people, and he's down there, he's a roommate. Oh, what a what a disaster that was! All right, Aaron, continue on, sir. Monday night football tonight. It's the Green Bay Packers on the road to take on Las Vegas. Seven fifteen kickoff on ABC and ESPN. The Packers will be without All Pro running back Aaron Jones. He missed the first four games of the year due to a hamstring injury. He returned last week. He had six carries on 20 snaps, but apparently sometime in that game he had he re-injured his hamstring. He will not play tonight, and the Packers have signed Patrick Taylor to the active roster to take his place. All right, Packers. Who do the Packers play? The Mighty Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G. Uh, it's just too early in the season for them to flex out of these games. I think they are going to have – they are going to have the uh, ability, and then uh, uh, Aaron. The uh, yeah, I was just looking at that. That uh, the Packers uh, have signed a running back, Patrick Taylor. You know, I know you were talking about uh, 
Um, Aaron Jones' possible return. Can you tell me about Patrick Taylor? You know, from all your fantasy knowledge, do we we know much about him? I do not. I mean, I've, I'm okay. pulling it up, but I have never heard of him before today. He's out <laughs> in Memphis, actually. And last year during the regular season, he had nine carries for 29 yards for a whopping 3.2 yards per carry. So, oh, no, that's this year. That's this year. Mm-hmm. He is a rookie. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, they will uh, have a rookie from the practice squad join A.J. Dillon in the backfield tonight with Aaron Jones out. All right, and um, the Aaron, you may have been about to mention this, but uh, the they were way, uh, the Vikings, who you know have obviously struggled this season. Um, they were waiting. I was trying to see what the latest was on Justin Jefferson. Uh, he said he the head coach said of Jefferson. He's down today. He's obviously one of the most ultra competitors I've ever met. He was trying to go back in the game as it was yesterday. We're going to have to medically make a good decision and help almost protect him from himself a little bit uh, in a way where we've got to take care of him and get him back to 100%. It happened when he slipped while making a cut during a route with 12.49 remaining Sunday in the uh, Vikings' 27-20 loss to the Chiefs. Aaron, I did something yesterday you probably would not like as a bartender, although I didn't I didn't really go into the place, so I think I'm probably safe. I, uh, I had brunch with a buddy. My, my wife's been on a, uh, a vacation, a tropical vacation. And so I was able to go after church, and uh, one of my old high school buddies, we had some brunch. Had a great brunch. It was a pretty day. And then I, there was a sports bar down at the end of the corner, and I never get the opportunity because I'm always at the Cowboys games or watching the Cowboys to watch all the games at once. It's rare I get to do that. So <laughs> Aaron and I, and they had the garage up because it was a gorgeous day. They had every game on. And I had a pastry that I picked up, and I had a coffee in my hand, and I stood out kind of in the little parking lot area there, or just out where people were smoking, and I just watched football for about 20 minutes. I didn't really want to drink. You know, I, I thought if I go in there, I'm going to feel the need to get something to eat or, you know, whatever, get a Diet Coke or get something. So I just I stood out. I'm sure people wondered what I was doing. But I just thought, hey, I never get to do this. You know, I don't, and I don't do the Sunday ticket because I'm never at home most of the time on Sundays. Or I'm just focused on the Cowboys, so I don't have any reason to buy the Sunday ticket. Aaron, is that, as a longtime bartender, is that like a full violation by me or just kind of like a half violation? Since I didn't come in and linger and get in anybody's way inside the bar. Nah, it's no big deal. It really okay. isn't. I mean, it wouldn't have been right. for me if someone was out on the patio with other people watching and they weren't ordering. Yeah. It's not a big deal. All right. It, what, the only time it's ever a big deal is usually people who aren't ordering, they usually end up in some kind of situation, if that makes sense. So if you're out there minding your own business with other people and everything was great, they were probably super happy. <laughs> oh, interesting. We, 
That's it. What do you now? What do you mean? If somebody's not ordering, you you sense that something's wrong. A, a lot of times, people. If someone was wasn't ordering and just milling around and walking around, it was just a matter of time before they were going up to people at the oh. bar or the pool tables and hey, uh-huh. can you buy me a drink or hey, am I you know, <laughs> car ran out of gas or whatever. Uh-huh. You could usually see it coming. Uh huh. Well, that was uh, that was. Uh, not me, uh, but uh, yeah, interesting, interesting times. All right, Aaron, did you have one more? Or are we good? I do have oh, one more I wanted to get to real quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dolphins running back Devon A. Chain is being evaluated for a knee injury, Coach Mike McDaniel said today. He has been spectacular this year coming out of uh, AM after being mm-hmm. drafted by the Dolphins. The uh, ESPN story says the severity of the injury yet to be determined and Mike McDaniel wouldn't even say whether he was going to go undergo an MRI. So I don't know if he's being coy or, but he yeah. didn't elaborate a lot. But there has, but a, ch- a, ch- a chain actually. He, I've just now, or I was recently read that a chain is how, yeah, a yeah. chain instead of a chain. So I want to get that right. But a chain, yeah, he's uh, uh-huh. suffering from knee injury and hopefully we'll get. An update on that pretty quick because he's been pretty special so far this year. All right. This is, by the way, what they said about Prescott. In 11 possessions with Prescott, the Cowboys managed one touchdown, one field goal, three picks, and nine drives that were three plays or fewer. I mean, that's as bad a quarterback performance as I've seen from the Cowboys in a long time. Maybe going back to whatever that kid's name who filled in that one night. Remember Aaron, the uh, like third stringer who had to come in, and um, I can't remember that guy's name. He had to come in one night and he, he could barely deliver the ball, and for De- some reason Danucci. McCarthy loved that guy. Danucci. Yes. Ben Danucci. Danucci. This was very Danucci-like of uh, of Dak Prescott. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We're going to get rolling here, and uh, we've got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. Let's begin the four. We've got some breaking college basketball news. We'll do more of that campus, and then uh, we need to do some Rangers. We need to do some Rangers because that was one of the great things to come out of the weekend. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Come check out the end-of-summer clearance sale at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. Many of our boats are now priced as low as they can go. You don't want to miss out on these incredible deals. Also, for a limited time, we're offering free accessories packages worth up to $2,750 with select Yamaha boats. Imagine the satisfaction you would feel owning a new boat. Visit our website, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com, or Google Marineland Boating Center. You can see in our reviews why we are the highest-rated boating center in Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. 
Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Dust off your boots, Waco, and come to the one and only Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo presented by H-E-B at the Extra Co-Event Center. The fair fun begins October 5th through the 15th, and this year's One Hot Rodeo presented by AIP Energy will have some of the bravest cowboys and cowgirls we've ever seen. Professional bull riding, calf roping, barrel racing, mutton-busting buckaroos, and much more. Gear up for the rowdiest rodeo in town. Get your tickets at hotfair.com today. We'll see you there. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. And we're reacting, we'll continue to react to both both uh, Baylor and the Cowboys. Really poor performances by both. Bears lose at home. Still kind of mystified on some of what's going on right now. Um, is it a talent issue? Is it a coaching issue? I mean, I, I 
it's hard to say. Uh, I think it's both probably. And um, this team, the, the thought of like that they're going to turn it around at some point. You're getting later and later in the season. You've had back-to-back uh, non-competitive outings and uh, with uh, at-home outings, I should say, against Texas and Texas Tech. And it really, uh, it really is looking uh, uh, bleak uh, for the Bears. What does that mean for the future of this coaching staff? Uh, Dave Aranda, I mean, I, I think right now they're going to try to circle the wagons, do the best they can, have the bye week, try to shore some things up, and they've got to do some soul-searching and try to find something that can work. Now, here's what here's what the uh, – oh, man, I'm a uh, – in fact, Aaron, I'm going to send you this because I kind of wanted to hear this call. I was watching TV, and uh, we'll hear from Dave Aranda, by the way, later in the program. Probably do that in the 5 o'clock hour because I talked to him after the game the other night. Uh, we all kind of had questions of him, the players, and we're going to let you hear – what Coach Aranda had to say. And uh, I had, uh, uh, Aaron, I'm sending you the Matt Hicks call of that of that Grand Slam yesterday because I kind of want to hear that. Let me know when we get that at some point. I, I uh, yesterday, though, was uh, uh, watching the Rangers getting ready for the Cowboys game. Little did we know that the Cowboys would go out and you've got a quarterback issue You've got a coaching issue. You've got a playoffs issue. You've got everything to, going on with the Cowboys. But with the Rangers, they're down 2 nothing early. And, Aaron, I kind of – I got to say, I kind of thought like almost kind of old school thinking, well, I don't know, 2-0, playoffs. This is going to be – this could end up being rough. I mean, Aaron Hicks had the – he had had a, a bad play or bad base running, he missed a, uh, a missed a uh, signal, a hit-and-run signal in the ninth inning the other day. Rangers win 3-2, to two, and he gets a hit. He goes to right field with it, and Rangers almost throw a guy out the plate. Adolis does. They're down 2-0, and it was just – it was so cool how they worked their way back just immediately, and they were taking walks. Seeger ends up with five of the Rangers' 11 walks. Everybody's kind of moving runners across. They have good things happening. Uh, they have a pitcher who it was unraveling for him. He makes a play where he tried to loop a ball to first base over the base runner, and he, and he tossed it so slowly. Um, I think that was Heim running down there. He beat it out for a base hit. And so they just, they're up 5-2. And, you know, with this team and with this bullpen, you know you need to keep adding to it. And Baltimore has a pitcher come in, and he just goes, and they're just losing it, right? It's 5-2, and he walks three straight hitters. And <laughs> about that time, the man who had not played yet in the playoffs, they kept putting Grossman in as the three-hole hitter. And people say, why are you doing that? Well, of course, they were winning, so nobody cared too much. But they put Mitch Garver in the three-hole yesterday. And um, then, uh, and this is the radio call, the Rangers Radio Network. 
Here is what happened when Mitch Garver comes to the plate, Rangers leading 5-2, and the base is juiced. The 3-1. Swing and a high fly ball. Deep out into left field. Hayes going back. Mitch Garver, can you take me higher? You most definitely can. A grand slam for Mitch Garver to give Texas a 9-2 lead. For Mitch Garver, who had been two for 13 previously in the postseason, before today hits his first career postseason home run, and the Rangers are up huge here in the third inning. All right, Aaron, was that a uh, can you take me higher? Was that like a Creed reference? It 100% was. That was their biggest song was higher. Well, Uh it was one of their – they had a couple of huge hits, and that was one uh-huh. of them. Well, and they apparently the Rangers, when they were in a funk recently, uh, said they've been playing a lot of Creed in the clubhouse, and Creed has been played on buses, and that players have handshakes tied to Creed songs. <laughs> Aaron, when do you think uh, Creed's first album was released? Don't look this up. What would you guess? First album for Creed. Ooh, I would say probably 95. 97. No, okay. Um, third album was released in 2001. Evan Carter, born in 2002. <laughs> so he wasn't even born when Creed was putting out his best hits. And now the Rangers apparently are loving... Uh, uh, and Bochi apparently was asked about it earlier today, said that he is aware the team is listening to a lot of Creed. He does, doesn't have a favorite Creed song, but he said he is familiarizing himself with their catalog. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was fun yesterday, and, and they hold on. LeClerc comes in, gives up a three-run homer. And they got it to 11-8 to eight with two outs. And that was, uh, that was rough. Uh, you know, kind of some nerve-wracking stuff. They wanted Brock Burke <coughs> to get him out of it. And he's out there kind of scuffling around. And it's 11-5. to five, And they, so they get him out of there and bring in the closer. And LeClerc promptly gives up a three-run bomb. But they get out of it. No worse for the wear. Um, I, I, I did think it was funny how the announcers, who had already basically given the Rangers the game, then started talking about, oh, man, well, this could, this just allows you, you get to get a look at the closer. I mean, you could just tell they were trying to will the, the, the Orioles back into this series. Game tomorrow night, I'm sure we'll have it, is uh, 7. Uh, what was first pitch, Aaron? I think I saw it. 7.05? 7.05, yes. Yeah, 7.05 first pitch. And uh, game four, did you tell me, Aaron, if, if, if necessary, is like a 6 o'clock first pitch? Yes, on Wednesday. All right. Uh, and then uh, t- today – you got a playoff game beginning, I think, in the fi- about 5.07. 
You got that first one uh, going on. I think the Phillies, that's the Phillies playing in that one. That is a 5.07. That tomorrow will be fun because you've got Astros and Twins, I think, set to start at about 3.07. So as we start, we'll have playoff baseball going throughout our show. We'll keep you posted on that. And then, of course, the uh, the Rangers will get going uh, after that at about 7.05. So it should be a fun day for baseball. And, of course, we're one of the great uh, – Rangers affiliates across all of Texas. So we are all over these things and uh, love carrying these Ranger games. All right. Um, that that was uh, – I, I just – Aaron, I mean – oh, the other thing I didn't mention is Baylor's Cody Bradford was great in that game yesterday. They needed somebody to settle things down. It was 10-5. Uh, it had been up 9-2, and they were creeping back a little bit, and they just needed somebody to settle down the game. Cody Bradford goes three and two-thirds, the former Baylor Bear, and he's been great. He was about, what, a fourth or fifth round pick. And, I mean, he's a lefty, and he just was – they they just – he was elevating stuff. They couldn't hit the fastball when he would elevate it. He was striking folks out. I, I think he does a good job of studying like Montgomery and Heaney and some of these other lefties and taking notes on them. And he finally came out of the game. I was hoping he'd get through four innings, had left a couple on, and then they were able to get out of it. But three and two-thirds. And I thought uh, Bochy and others had great things to say about Bradford. I mean, how cool was that? Aaron, who was – Bradford was – uh, added to the ALDS roster instead of Grant Nelson. Uh, is that his name? Grant, um, I think it's Grant Nelson was not put on the ALDS roster. Cody was, and Cody ends up helping in a huge way. And, uh, and you know, you think, well, he's got a six-run lead. I promise you, with this bullpen, you desperately needed someone to just settle things down because they were trying to creep back. And those insurance runs ended up being enormous because they did get that thing to 11-8. to All right, lots of uh, Rangers talk. Uh, We're going to get back into, I I tell you what, we need to do, we'll do Baylor in the five. We need to do some Cowboys here. And we will let you weigh in. And and Aaron, we can lead with that. Uh, Campus Confidential will certainly do that breaking news today about possible expansion in the Big 12. Uh, But next, let's get into the Cowboys. Let's hear from you. And do the Cowboys have a quarterback problem? That is next. Recently on the John Morris Show. Mark Johnson, our guest, longtime voice of the Colorado Buffaloes. Now, the Pac-12 and its leadership were horrendous. Some, some of these institutions that we're involved with, their leadership programs should be doing a, a study on, on how never to lead anything and study the Pac-12. It was that bad. It was brutal. And so a lot of the promises that were made never came to fruition, most notably, of course, uh, the Pac-12 network. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we treat you like family. Find new roads. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show. 
ESPN Central Texas. We take you three to six every day. John Morris, of course, is two to three. Our new Drake Toll Show. Drake served uh, about a month on the Mosley Show. And then it was time to take over his own thing with Cam Stewart. That's 12 to 2, noon to 2. And then 11 to noon is the press box with Ward White's and, um, of course, Lark Smith, longtime uh, media personality, TV guy, and a great friend of mine. Um, I will say, Aaron, most of my Texas Tech buddies just kind of let me, you know, what I try to do is if I've got great friends from other schools and they beat my alma mater, I, if I think of, like, you know, somebody that's a real close friend of mine or something, I'll give them a text. I really will. I'll just say, hey, congrats. You know, kind of just let's just, you know, keep it above, you know, keep it keep it nice here. Keep it friendly. Um, Ward Whites did not wait for my for me to congratulate him. He <laughs> he was very quick uh, to send me kind of uh, his own. I guess you would call it a text congratulating himself, uh, which is fine. Uh, to the victor go the tweets and the text. So I was fine with that. But Ward did not wait on a Mosley. I was going to give him a nice way to go, Ward. Way to go, Red Raiders. And uh, Ward Ward was uh, pretty excited. I think he had some buddies in town, some old football playing buddies. I will say, Aaron, that uh, I, I know you were listening to the broadcast I'm sure you had the ESPN2, I think that's what it was on. The tech uniforms, people spend way too much time thinking about uniforms with Baylor, associated with Baylor. Uh, So I I try to stay out of that for the most part. I got to say, those old school tech, like red pants, white jerseys, that's a good look. That's a good look. I mean, I'm no tech fan, believe me. But I, I gotta, I have to admit that that's a pretty good look that they were throwing down the other night. The Baylor gold on gold, you know, I, I, I tend to think these things look better when you win and when you're getting beat up and bloodied, they all look silly to you, right? It's just like, oh, I hate that uniform. But but I, I don't think anybody would have been complaining if Baylor had played better and won the game. Nobody would have cared. But when you lose, everything's going the wrong direction. I did like that guy. Is that T.J. Franklin's dad um, that was doing the uh, MC the other night? That's not – I mean, he's a fun guy because the crowd loves him when he kind of revs up the crowd and they put him, they put him on the, the camera. I mean, Aaron, imagine just saying, hey, we like you so much as a fan, we're going to give you the mic for this game and have you, like, introduce things. And honestly, he did great. But, man, you couldn't pay me enough to do something like that, especially when you're losing and they got off to such a bad start. Aaron, you had had something that grabbed my attention. Oh, yeah, it was like if we take out – the the bat the whatever the game was against Long Island, which is like a, a nobody cares about that. Um, this season, I believe you said the Bears had been outscored 113 
to 36 in the first half. Correct. Now, of course, one of those games, they overcame a big lead, and we don't want to be one of those shows that takes that away from you and go, I don't like when people say, well, he, without that 60-yard run, he would have only had 80 yards in the game or something like that. I, you know, I don't love that kind of commentary, but that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I mean, first half, they are getting shellacked. And then they go in, it's like, hey, what can we do? I mean, they're down like 20. And I'm just kind of, I go in the lounge the other day, Letterman's Lounge. I, I see uh, I see Gary Joe Kinney. I see some great old Baylor legends in there like Gary Joe. And they're just kind of sitting there. And, you know, they love coming to these games. But they're just kind of, uh, I, I hear the great Walter Abercrombie introducing like some of our great equestrian people. And, and kind of saying, hey, and, and Lily had to say to him, I'm sorry the, you're, the game's so bad. I'm sorry you're having to watch this kind of a game. That's what we're having to tell our alums. And our let, I mean, it's just kind of a rough, uh, when, you, when you roll out the, what the product Baylor put out there. Uh, it's, uh, it's very, very frustrating. If you want to sound off on it, 254-662-1660. Now, Aaron... We will talk about this breaking news, uh, which is Gonzaga uh, possibly to the Big 12 uh, basketball. And it would be some of the other, like, uh, women. it would be women's soccer, uh, maybe some tennis teams, and I think Gonzaga plays baseball as well. There will be some other sports involved. But mainly it's, um, you know, in men's and women's basketball, men's basketball, they are incredible and because they're willing it looks like to do something like SMU now Big 12 and Brett Yormark do have an interest so that's something we'll definitely get into in Campus Confidential one of our most listened to segments of the day about 440 our ratings could uh, seem to uh, spike now Aaron our uh, we always have the Cowboys games on. We're a big affiliate for the Cowboys and the Rangers. Oh, it's so awesome when we have playoff baseball on the radio. I love it. I love it this time of year. The uh, uh, Cowboys go out and lose 42-10. to 10. Um, $40 million quarterback throws three picks. First one, they're, I guess... They were bearing down on him. He rips a ball as far as he can throw it. Overthrows Brandon Cooks. Oh, by 10 yards, about five, early five yards. Hits a guy in stride from Dallas Kimball High School. Gibson, who's been in the league, he's about 32, 33 years old. Just uh, he, he easiest interception you'll ever have. The next interception, they're trying to, you know, find a way to jump back in the game. And he throws it to Gallup like on a – what was that, Aaron? Was that a quick slant? And uh, ball, uh, you know, good good contest by number two. Uh, what is that guy's name? He's got kind of a long, interesting name. Anyway, ball comes bouncing out of there. Fred Warner gets it. Aaron, I would say <coughs> the, the, the Cowboys got bullied by Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner. I mean, that, that's got to be the greatest linebacking duo in uh in the NFL right now and and it, and it was kind of like the the old it was like the 1950s or 60s Greenlaw's just picking up people and like body slamming them 
Uh, there was somebody on the sideline. He kind of threw them. It was almost like he tried to throw them in the stands. I mean, they were like little ragdolls. Uh, Greenlaw was just embarrassing everybody. Warner's an unreal player. He had a forced fumble, rips one out on Pollard. They got a lucky bounce over on the sideline. And they just, the defense, their defense played great. The Cowboys were awful. Even when Dak wasn't throwing interceptions, Aaron, there was like that one touchdown drive. They had the one field goal drive, and then there were like six drives of three and outs. The first half, there were five three and outs, and then that one touchdown drive. So it wasn't even like, oh, man, they're moving the ball okay. Even against Arizona, they moved the ball. They couldn't punch it in. They were bad in the red zone. They, <coughs> Aaron, you couldn't even get what McCarthy loves. What does McCarthy love? A trip to the red zone. He loves to count <laughs> his trips into the red zone more than any other head coach. Hey, guys, y'all see? We got down there 19 times this year. Nobody does as well as we. In this game, didn't even sniff it. Had the long touchdown to uh, our man. Um, Turpin. Turpin. And and that, that was a good throw, great catch. And other than that, they really did nothing. CD checks out of the game. CD kind of was like, eh, not much going on here. think I'm done. I, I don't know that you could say Pollard ran that hard, uh, honestly, once it was kind of decided. And, uh, and then, of course, Dan Quinn, who shows up in the game in all black. Now, if you're going to come in there, and it'll look kind of cool, but if you're going to come in there like Johnny Cash, the man in black, I mean, looking like The Undertaker, you got to go out and perform. Your team has to go out there. I mean, just by the end of the night, everybody was just like, hey, I'm done. I'm out. Donovan's hurt. Jordan Lewis got hurt, had to leave the game. I mean, uh, Van Der Esch now looks like he's going to have to go on the IR. C.J. Goodwin, who's a great special teams player, he's going to have to go on the IR. Um, Aaron, we thought we had had good news on uh, Van Der Esch, and as we've come on the air today, even since we've come on the air, it looks like bad news. It looks like he'll have to go on injured reserve. So who does that leave because the, the Texas kid that we thought would be a great player overshone out for the season. So you got Demon Clark, I guess Marquise Bell. I mean, who else do you have even that you could fill in at uh, linebacker? They don't have much there. They really don't. So this is a team that is in trouble. Deron Bland had to leave that game with cramps. You know, what What I kind of wanted to hear from our people, Aaron, two five four six six two sixteen sixty is like, I, I don't know how you can make a convincing argument for Dak right now. Other than if you just love Dak and you love his leadership, <laughs> I, maybe maybe there's a thought he'll bounce back and be okay. At this point, what Dak can do is navigate you to wins over over good teams, but uh, excuse me, over bad teams. But in a in a big game like this, let's think about it. He was great against Tampa Bay in a. Uh, in, in a winning cause in the playoffs last year. Horrible against San Francisco. Horrible again against San Francisco. How could you possibly watch that and, like, think, oh, man, I can't wait. Dak's going to be a great matchup in a – like, if you didn't know, Aaron, the past of Dak 
and Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy looked like far by far the superior quarterback. I mean, he looked like Baron Morton out there, the tech quarterback. Purdy was just slicing and dicing all night long. And then Aaron, he would, he, I mean, they were throwing slants to the dang fullback. I mean, the, the Cowboys got out-schemed oh. in every every facet. In, in Use, how you say that guy's name, Aaron? Use check or whatever. Uh, literally, they did an RPO one time, and the kid just sidearms one right into the gut of the fullback who's running a slant. They, like, they're, they're, it's like the 49ers are playing a different game. And guess who invented the West Coast offense? That was passed down to Mike Shanahan and Mike McCarthy and others. Well, of course, it's Bill Walsh in San Francisco. It didn't even look like the same offense, though. And, and at some point, Collinsworth tries to say, well, Dak is still young in this offense. They haven't even installed the seven-step drop. I mean, stop it, Chris. I know he's trying to be nice, but stop it. Dak's young. Nobody's accepting that. Nobody's accepting that. Dak's still young in the offense. I mean, McCarthy's <laughs> over there calling plays. Come on. I mean, yeah, it's embarrassing. And now they got to play. Now they got to get ready for Kellen. And you don't think you don't think Kellen and Nussmeyer and that gang from the Chargers have something to prove? You don't think they're going to come out firing and doing everything they can to hang half a hundred on these Cowboys? Just an utter embarrassment in San Francisco, and now they got to go to Los Angeles. Now, that's not even close to as tough an environment to play in because the Cowboys fans will show up, and the Chargers just don't have a lot of fans. Cowboys will have plenty of fans there, but still, I, I you cannot feel good about Dak going into any environment right now if you want to sound off on deck we'll have you you'll, you'll we'll get we'll let you sound off uh and we'll read some of your text messages as we get into the five o'clock hour it's 254-662-1660 have you lost all faith in this quarterback or do you still believe do you still believe because what i saw aaron you got a second year quarterback and then a uh, checks notes uh eighth year quarterback i think i think let's see first year was 2016 or 2023 i think this is about his eighth season and i know he's lost some of it to injury and all that kind of stuff but we're talking about a man that has not played two full seasons a little over a season in brock purdy i mean has he even played a full season of games yet now there by the way they've lost they've won their last 15 consecutive regular season games the 49ers and there's no end in sight they're just a dominant football team and the Cowboys right now do not even belong on the same field uh kind of like what we felt like with the Bears and the Red Raiders on Saturday night speaking of that we'll have all kinds of uh college football talk there were a lot of great games over the weekend Aggies lose Longhorns lose Bears lose Golden Knights lose uh, all of your college football in one segment. It is Campus Confidential, and it's next. 
It's an open date for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears coming up this Saturday. Then back in action Saturday, October 21st, taking on Big 12 newcomer Cincinnati in the Queen City. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, uh, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving. (sighs) I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. My house has a new With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. You hear the music. You know what it means. 
It is time for Campus Confidential. Lots of breaking news. Lots of news holding over from Saturday. And for all our Campus Confidential, thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do. Uh, being such a huge part of Campus Confidential and uh, one of the more popular segments on this entire station. Aaron, take it, uh, take it away, sir. We will start with two things most people probably didn't think we'd be talking about on Campus Confidential today. College basketball and realignment. <laughs> Seth Davis from The Messenger reporting that Gonzaga, Gonzaga excuse me, and the Big 12 have resumed top-level discussions about the possibility of the school joining the conference in all sports perhaps as early as next year, multiple sources told Davis and The Messenger. The renewed push is being spearheaded by Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark, who presented his case for Gonzaga's inclusion during last week's Big 12 meetings in Dallas. Yormark made the pitch during separate sessions with the league's athletic directors and presidents. He augmented his case with a presentation deck that laid out the data and the strategy behind the potential move and revenue oh man i mean it's really interesting um i think basically it looks like gonzaga in order to get in this more attractive situation would be willing to do kind of an smu like wave some of the money that would be coming to it now if gonzaga i mean which has really they've never won a national title but aaron in some ways they're the greatest program in college basketball by some measures right Mm -hmm. by like consecutive sweet 16s that that to me is one of the great records in sports right now it's it's almost a little like UConn women's basketball like in that they basically go to the sweet 16 every single year (laughs) and have for the last Aaron do you know do you know off top of your head is it eight consecutive sweet 16s like it's a it's just a it's a wild number it just I remember seeing it and just thinking that is sustained greatness. Eight straight. Now, would they, what's that? Eight straight. Yeah. I. Would you trade all eight trips for one national title? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure they would. And, of course, they were favored to beat the Bears, and they famously marked few in the Bears. And our man John Jacobs put together a beautiful scouting report. The Bears went out got it done, one national title. But as far as sustained excellence, there's no better program in the country. Now, Baylor's up there. Arizona's up there. Duke's up there, obviously. Uh, Michigan State, probably. I mean, there's some, there's, there's, there's some great, great programs out there. But Gonzaga, you talk about an embarrassment of riches because, like, who right now would be top 15 or top 20 like at the end of last year in the conference Baylor University of Texas Houston coming in um I mean Arizona 
Arizona, but I, I was thinking of like who's already in. But Arizona, r- r- correct. Arizona, I. But I, did Arizona? What did they do? They get knocked they out got, fairly early yeah, in the tournament last year. They were year. A two seed and lost in the first round. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The old Wildcats. Um, it this this uh, conference is well. Of course, K State was way up there at the end of last year because they made it to the Elite Eight. Texas made it to the Elite Eight. Uh, I mean, it's a jam-packed, unbelievable conference, and Gonzaga would give it even more juice. So, to me, Texas is really good right now. What Gonzaga would do in either 2024 or 25 when they came in would um, – that's a better basketball program than Texas. So it it uh, now Texas right now has some cachet. They got the new arena, and certainly Rodney Terry just had a great year. But in terms of sustained excellence, Texas is not even close to Gonzaga. So, I mean, in some sense, Arizona has a better basketball program than Texas. So they had already that departure had already been muted. Or, or kind of neutralized with Arizona on its way. Gonzaga would just be almost like piling on. And this also, with Gonzaga coming in, you know, you heard recently that the conference was talking about a doing more like 20 game schedule with the conference. So all of this is fascinating. And I don't. Uh, there's some teams I'd like just for entertainment value. You want to play twice? I don't know if the Zags is one of them. I think I'd just like to catch the Zags once and get them at Foster. All right? And not, not have to play the Zags twice a year. The new AP Top 25 is out in college football. Georgia is still number one, no surprise, with 50 first-place votes. Michigan number two with 11 first-place votes. Ohio State at three and Florida State at four. They each receive one first place vote apiece. Your new number five team is Oklahoma coming off their win in the Red River rivalry over Texas. Texas dropped down to number nine in the poll. Kansas is 23. Those are the only Big 12 schools in the top 25. Some other uh Hey, where'd USC end up? USC, I was about to say some other notables. Uh, USC fell one spot after their close win, and they are at 10. Miami managed to stay in the top 25, but barely. They are number 25 after failing to just kneel and win the game, fumbling and losing to Georgia Tech. Mario Cristobal pulled <laughs> a Kevin Steele. Yes, he did. That's Kevin exactly Steele. what I thought. Yeah, famously against uh, UNLV years ago at Baylor, said he was trying to send a message or establish something, and he tried to score basically on the last play of the game down there by the goal line. Running back fumbles, and UNLV runs it back 99 yards for a touchdown. Um, it, It wasn't quite that dramatic, the way it ended the other night, but all they had to do was kneel. They ran the ball, running back fumbles, and uh, and then Georgia Tech, um, with one second left on the clock, after the after the play ended, 
uh, you know, threw a touchdown pass. Gorgeous throw and catch. And they uh, they beat – I mean, it's a Miami team, Aaron, that would have – would just by kneeling, wouldn't they, wouldn't they have been like 5-0? and oh? Yes, and top five team yeah. and well on yeah, their way to a playoff. Yeah, yeah, well on their way to a playoff appearance if they could, you know. Mm. Bad, bad deal. I, I like to watch this USC and OU deal because every OU fan wants to know what Lincoln Riley's up to and um, and Venables, hats off to him, man. You get embarrassed 49 nothing in, in at the Cotton Bowl and you come back and you play this wild game. Now, Texas found different ways, whether it be interceptions, whatever it was, um, special teams. They found a lot of ways to lose that game. But OU deserves a ton of credit. for And, and on that final drive, I went back and watched again. And Gabriel was just, I mean, like, that guy, that's a playing dude right there. (laughs) I mean, on the run, making throws, and then makes the huge throw back in the corner of the end zone. And Texas has been, you know, those defenders have been good about stepping up and saying who made the mistake. One of those linebackers said he left him. But, again, they rolled that thing all the way down the field, and Gabriel just, I mean, gorgeous throw after gorgeous throw. And then, of course, Drake Stoops, son of Bob Stoops, made one of those big plays on the catch down there, catch and run for about 25 or 30 yards. Huge win for the Sooners. Miami coach Mario Cristobal did take full ownership for the way the Hurricanes lost to Georgia Tech on Saturday. As we've talked about, they opted to run the ball up 20 to 17 with 33 seconds left, and Georgia Tech not having any timeouts. Don Chaney Jr. fumbled. Georgia Tech recovered, went 74 yards in 25 seconds. Cristobal said, quote, I made the wrong call. I take full ownership in not taking a knee and giving them the opportunity to have a couple of extra plays and preventing us from sealing the win. An interesting note about them not taking a knee, they haven't done it at all this year. They haven't lined up in victory formation in any of their five games, opting instead to hand the ball out. But this was the first Miami game that was a one-score game all season. I mean, if they've got the ball in victory formation, why in the world wouldn't they? I mean, that's honestly, as, as weird as it sounds, you need to work on all these things. And to not just inherently go do that in that deal when all – when the game is over, to put your to willingly put your team in harm's way, that is commonly referred to as coaching malpractice, and uh, and that's that that's how you end up back as a uh, as a coordinator instead of a head coach. College. Sports leaders are considering making changes to current NCAA guidelines that would allow schools to get significantly more involved in helping athletes make money from endorsement deals through NIL. An NCAA subcommittee in charge of examining the rules that dictate how athletes use their name, image, and likeness will meet Thursday to discuss several proposed changes. The proposed changes 
would include giving schools clearance to find deals for athletes, review contracts, help them with preparing taxes, and provide resources such as cameras or graphic designers for athletes to complete their end of the marketing deal. Um, I mean, can we get that in the media? <laughs> I need cameras and, like, marketing people. Now, Drake just uses people over from Baylor, like the media. Like, I, I saw... His, uh, I saw Brooklyn out there, his intern. Um, she had her father with her. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I really, Aaron, think about all the things that could help us with. If we just had cameras, graphics. Now, again, graphics-wise, C&B does an unbelievable job. Our presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. And, Aaron, I saw... I saw uh, Veronica Thompson just the other day, V, out at the uh, – Terry and I stopped by, and I had my daughter and her friend with her, and we stopped by the tailgate. Well, they had canes out there. It was, it was really about to get rolling out there at the CNB tailgate. But uh, always great to be out there among our friends and family. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? Alabama coach Nick Saban was impressed by quarterback Jalen Milrose's performance against A&M, and Saban praised his ability to grow every game this season. He said the big thing we've tried to get him to understand is you have to keep playing the next play. They're not always going to be perfect, but what happened on the last play is a learning experience, and coach says that he is finally picking that up, and it really showed in the win over A&M on Saturday. You know, I I was caught up with all these other games, but I understand Jimbo given the chance on fourth and, and short to go for it maybe in Bama territory. Uh, go ahead and text us, by the way. You, you probably were – a lot of our Aggies were watching this thing closely, but I noticed a lot of backlash for Jimbo – for not making a bolder decision there and uh, gave the ball back to Alabama and, uh, and then didn't really have a chance uh, from there. Aggies fall 26-20. to 20. And when I was watching, Milrow did throw him the ball one time especially, and the Aggies had some opportunities in that game. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. But a lot of people had A&M winning that. I think it, part of that was the doubt with Milrow and, and maybe a belief that Max Johnson would be okay for the Aggies. I like Max. Uh, and, again, our Aggies can weigh in. I, I, he, it sounds like to me he played okay, not great. Uh, but they, were, they certainly had their chances. But the Aggies fall to Alabama, and that's uh, that. It was funny to me to think yesterday, Aaron, about uh, or Saturday, about that A and M game being back on the campuses of UT and A and M because nothing quite. I don't think it 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 rises to what Texas OU in the Cotton Bowl feels like, and what that's always like. But I think it won't take long 
for the Texas Texas A&M thing to just get really good again. And it just it was so it was, you know, it was always Thanksgiving and it always meant so much to both schools. And I admit, while I don't root for either of those schools, I love it. I've loved it over the years. So uh, while we're losing a lot of rivalries in college football, we are getting that one back. And uh, and I I know part of me wants to just say good riddance to the University of Texas, and I don't sit around watching the Aggies much. I watch them enough to be able to talk about them because I know we have some Aggie uh, uh, alums and listeners. But I I'll watch that game every year. I just think that's a fun battle. Aaron, are you excited to see A&M and Texas resume their rivalry, or are you kind of a do you not care? I don't care. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I would if they were still, you know. Yeah. But they're not, so I don't care. Yeah. All right, Aaron's going to let as well that be, one just go. Might as well be <laughs> a bedlam to me, you know. Yeah. Baylor and Tech need to step this thing up, and that will require – the Bears to uh, to perform better. All right, we will uh, allow you to sound off in our 525 segment. But next, we're going to hear some from uh, Dave Aranda and, and what he had to say uh, after the game. You'll hear me asking some questions of Dave and others. Um, let's listen to the back and forth, and then let's respond to it. We'll do that next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. The future of joint pain relief is here. It's QC Kinetics, Advanced Regenerative Medicine. This is amazing stuff. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. If you've been told more steroids or surgery are your only options, don't be so fast. Get a second opinion. Learn more about how you can harness your body's own healing agents to attack that joint pain. I've got pain in my neck from a bicycle accident. This is long-lasting relief. QC Kinetics doesn't mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties placed directly in your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue. Life is about motion. QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call the local medical professionals and get a free consultation today. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. 
For over 30 years, you've counted on the family of D'Amore Fine Jewelers to make life's most precious memories unforgettable. D'Amore specializes in full custom designs, including custom CAD renderings, 3D wax printing, and a team of friendly custom jewelry experts. D'Amore Fine Jewelers will be there for your custom engagement ring when she says yes and for the next 30 years. Thank you for choosing D'Amore Fine Jewelers. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. With our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder. For as little as $2.99 a month, take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are now valid through October 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as always, 
Uh, you guys have been active today, both on the text line. The, we got the great news over the weekend. Uh, and yesterday, of course, the Rangers go up 2 nothing. They've won all four of their – I mean, they're just – uh, it's it's really amazing. They've they had to win the best two out of three against the Rays. They win the first two. They win two more uh, against the Orioles. They need one more win, and this thing's over. That'll happen tomorrow, seven oh five first pitch, Globe Life, and uh, these are exciting times for the Rangers. Not so much for the Baylor Bears and uh, the Dallas Cowboys, and. There's a lot of questions being asked of, about uh, the Baylor program right now. All the goodwill from the great comeback against UCF kind of seems to have gone away a little bit because of uh, what happened against the Red Raiders. Uh, manhandled at the line of scrimmage, not executing. No one wants to hear anymore about, you know, how good they look in practice. I mean, the truth of the matter might be it's because they're playing against themselves in practice, all right? Let's just call it like it is. Um, that, you know, they, they did a great job last year against Joey and Tech in Lubbock. I think Tech came in with a chip on its shoulder, and they bully-balled the Bears around their own place. The Baylor line was there. The students were there. The fans were there. Everybody, the Golden Wave band, everybody was there, ready to roll. And uh, had a nice little gold out going and just didn't get it done. And it's going to be hard. Three more home games, if you can believe it. It's going to be hard to get people to come out uh, when you uh, basically 70, let's see, uh, 70 to 22. 70 to 22 is how much they've been outscored by the combined scores against uh, Tech and University of Texas. If you're not competitive at home, uh, it just puts you in a bad, bad way. I mean, about the only good news right now is that basketball season is on the way, and they open up the season with a big game against Auburn at a neutral site game. That is on November 7th. That game right now is feeling like way more exciting than anything we're seeing with football season. You've got people right now, and and they're coaching for their jobs. You know, I, I think Dave Aranda will be given every chance. Uh, Aaron, I I you know, I just think he's a he's a tremendous uh, person. I think he's a good leader. I think the players, I, I, I still think they're out there trying to fight for him, play for him. But Monterey Baldwin admitted the other night that he thinks people are just out there going through the motions. Aaron, what was the wording he said? Some, just kind of out there, just, oh, for the ride. Yes. Just kind of a long for the ride. Like, hey, let's just kind of be a part of the show. And uh, and Baldwin threw that out there. And, boy, he, after the game, I think he stepped up, met with some of the players, had a few words with them. Um, they, they know how to practice, it seems. They know how to say the right things after games. But at some point, none of that really matters. It just kind of falls on deaf ears. I, I had a buddy say, well, y'all were really uh, – they're kind of like, yeah, you ask him something, and, and but it, it was uh, a lot of softballs the other night. I, I didn't think so. I mean, I thought, you'll listen to this. Uh, 
I don't think – I think sometimes people, fans and everybody are so mad – they want the media to go in there and try to, like, rip in. Well, the media is not fans. The media is trying to get answers for the fans and all that kind of stuff. But you can't go in there like, Coach, you know, why were y'all awful? I mean, you just can't. And sometimes you hear those kinds of questions, and it comes across as really weird. Um, uh, but you be the judge. Let's listen to – we don't have today's deal because Dave didn't do one. They don't do one – uh, heading into the bye. Uh, players will get maybe a little bit of off time. They'll try to rally everything and get it coming out of the bye. So what we're going to do, we're going to let you listen to a little bit of what Aranda had to say the other night, and then we'll stop it and react to some of this as we go. Here was Dave Aranda in the aftermath of a oh, 39-14 loss, and of course they kicked the field goal when they were down 32 to 11 I think it was which just added to the embarrassment because it's like I think it still was a three score game I I don't know maybe it maybe it felt made people feel better about things let's listen to Dave Aranda and let's continue to react um, way disappointed with tonight and just really felt coming off of last week and just the week that we had of practice um, was very energetic and very positive and just felt a swagger on offense and just um, just was not uh, was not seeing this outcome and so just very disappointed um, and um, and still hopeful and still um, um, believing in the team and that was the message that we just had in our um, in our break in our prayer was that to, to continue to believe in the team and stay stay together and um, you know, after the breakup of that, you could see the Monterey Baldwins and and the leaders of the team really coalesce and work around it. And so, with the bye coming up after this, there'll be a lot of, of opportunity to kind of reflect and see and you know heal and improve. And so, we're certainly uh, uh, aiming to, to 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 do that. There is a lot of improving to do. Take any questions you guys have. Good to see you again, Dave. Um, like you said, uh, you had that great rally last week. Why, why do you feel like that momentum didn't carry over to the start of this game? Appreciate that. We have to play complimentary football, and um, it just feels it gets to a certain point, uh, particularly offensively, to where there there's uh, maybe the pressure is lessened because of the score, and we we're having guys that are playing free at that point, and that's just not how it goes. You know, uh, we've got to be able to start faster and and be able to execute. Um, you know, at the start of a game and when it matters most and and all of it. And I and um, I think that is a thing that we've got to be able to get fixed. I'm proud of the defense, of how they played and, and competed. I thought for three quarters uh, we played well. And, um, you know, I, when you look at the stat lines, you look at the yards rushing, you look at the sacks, and you look at the one for six on fourth downs. And I think those tell the story. And, um, you know, d defensively for us to continue to get better and stay focused 
focused on that. And then offensively, uh, for us to um, uh, focus in on the run game, on things that we can do in the run game, and, and really minimize some of the other things that uh, are getting in the way of us running the ball is of utmost importance, and we're aiming to do that. All right. Um, it, it really kind of seemed like there Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator, was put on notice. Um, that, that moment from Dave, not sure that's what he meant to do, it's what it kind of sounded like to me after, uh, you know, hearing this a couple of times. Uh, you heard him say that he was proud of the defense. Now, I, again, I saw Taj Brooks run for about 180 yards. I, I saw all kinds of scores down there, um, you know, around the goal line. I mean, they moved the ball fairly well against the Bears. Now, maybe – Baylor played a little bit better and did some things when they were, you know, got down 14 and kind of tried to hang in there. And, I mean, it was a little – it felt like a little bit of a miracle even when they were down like 17-3. to three. And, in fact, when they got down there that one time and went for it, I, I, the defense had played a little bit better at that point, and I kind of found myself wondering if you shouldn't make it 17-6. And the, and the reason was, like, those fourth downs, Aaron, seemed like impossible. I think on that one, maybe it was like a fourth and six. There was a time a couple of years ago, or even maybe last year at times, where that was fine. Like, you could fourth and six, they could make that happen. It seems like everything was impossible on fourth down, hence the one for six. It felt like, to me, a little bit in that statement, Dave was saying, We've got no clue on offense. We really don't. And and to, for that offense to work, you've got to be able to run the football, and they didn't. They had 30 rushes for 17 yards, and they just got completely um, – I mean, it just tech did just kind of stacked up there, stopped it, and you can say, well, they sold out to stop the run. Well, you still have to find – ways do you and do you have to try to throw it open do you have to try to hit some passes down the field to to open the run game sure you do but that to me that's the first time kind of this year I've heard Dave kind of basically say defense was okay offense you know didn't give us a chance to win the ball game that's a little bit of what that's and I don't think he meant to throw anybody under the bus but I'm just saying it's a little bit what that sounded like to me let's continue with Dave Aranda following the other night's 39-14 loss at home to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Coach, you and the players always talk about how you have such strong practices, but unfortunately y'all aren't getting the results that y'all are getting. Can you talk about if that's maybe affecting morale, that despite having such strong practices, it's not turning into wins? Appreciate that. Yeah, you know, you'd like to, throughout the week, uh, believe and think that the work that you're doing is is flowing into uh, the end of the week. And, you know, I thought there was, there's, uh, there's pieces of that. I thought for for this one, I thought defensively there's a lot of positive. I thought special teams there are some positive things. 
um, you know, offensively, particularly, we have to build the start faster. And, you know, uh, throughout the week, we talked about uh, winning the first quarter and, and taking it a play at a time and a drive at a time. And, and I think we have to be able to revisit all of that and really kind of look at what we're asking everybody to do and, and really focus in on things that we can do well, that this particular team and this, and this particular state that we can accomplish, particularly in the run game with as much as um, our offense is based off of it. When you have the limited number of rushing yards that we have, it's hard to have success. Coach, you spoke about Monterey by name in terms of being one of the leaders. When we mm -hmm. talked to him, I'm assuming it's based more on the offense. He mentioned guys still needing to play hard every play and that mm -hmm. being an issue. Mm -hmm. Why at this point in the season is that still an issue that's being identified by players? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think at the end of the game, I think um, when the score is what it is, I think that Monterey is one of our strongest guys at playing hard no matter what. And I think to have guys not look at the scoreboard, to have guys not say, oh, here we go again, and all of it is always a fight. And um, I thought that we were able to finish strong offensively, that there was effort there. I didn't feel like there was any quit. Um, but, I, you know, we can always do better in that department, and we're always looking to. I think the same can be said defensively. I think the first three quarters are really strong, and by the time the offense kind of gets something figured out, the defense is on, is on exhaust fumes. And so for all of us to play together is something that we're still searching to do. What would you make of those first two fourth down attempts on offense? Because they just didn't really seem like they had much of a chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, um, I, I, I agree. I see, I see the same things you see, you know, where, where there's a guy on the flat and then there's, there's coverage sitting right there and, you know, there's hands in the face of the quarterback and, you know, he can't get throws off and that. And so I think we're going to have to revisit that and find ways that we can, um, you know, if there's an expectation or a thought that something's going this way, we can build, we can change it up and find another way of getting it done. All right. Um, and there he was, I, I, I think, and it's basically, I wanted to know about those fourth down plays and the throw on fourth and inches just kind of like it just didn't even make sense it it they tried to sneak a you know they're just going to try to throw something out in the flat i think it was a running back maybe it was dom out there and they ended up throwing it at his feet the play just got blown up immediately now on a any kind of screen or something i mean at times you do let people come through and and hope you can kind of set something up but that play didn't have a chance and and then uh, on a on a major from their own territory, desperately needing something, um, fourth and two, they try to they try to toss toward the boundary, um, short side of the field, and I mean it didn't even come close. Like it, it, they got hit three or four yards. Now 
I'm sure somebody will look at film and go, well, so-and-so got beat. Somebody blew up. Well, I mean, at some point, I mean, you gotta you got to do something that gives you a chance. And neither play even came close. I, I, I don't know. I think Grimes is operating with an O-line he doesn't trust. Now, again, does he have good players up there? I do think there are some good individual players. I think Clark Barrington, I think Campbell Barrington's making mistakes and getting beat some, but I think he's probably a talented player, and he's kind of got a little nasty streak to him, which I like. But I, I just don't uh, – 79, uh, Alvin, our man, or uh, I like him. I like his future. But as a, as a unit, they really haven't come together. And there's just not a great deal of trust when you need to. Now, every once in a while, they'll run like some kind of uh, scheme, and and there'll be some cutback lanes. And if they can like get to the second level, there's some athleticism on this group. But like from a play calling standpoint, Grimes just doesn't totally have anything he trusts right now. And and I and and when you don't let your offensive coordinator talk. He can't speak for himself why this thing's not working, why they're getting dominated by Texas and Texas Tech. Same thing for Pallage. Okay, why'd you call this? Well, we'll never know because we can't talk to him. Uh, and that's okay. That's Dave Aranda's not the only one who has that rule, by the way. Uh, University of Texas does the exact same thing where one coach talks, and it's only the head coach. But in the head coach for Baylor, it sheds a lot more light on things than most coaches. He's he's pretty forthcoming, but it's obvious right now he's kind of he doesn't know what to do on offense. Um, he's the head coach. I mean, he's he's shown he's not afraid to make a change, but I think he understands that Grimes was huge for Baylor in 2021. Like, what does he totally accomplish? By making a change right now, I don't know. And I know fans are upset and would like to see any change. Any change would feel good because that, you know, getting outclassed and manhandled by Tech in Texas in consecutive home games is disconcerting and demoralizing to the fan base. And you're two years removed. You're not even quite two years from being the best team in the conference. You have seemingly not done great with NIL for various reasons. You didn't do well in the portal for various reasons, and they're behind. And Baylor now is maybe they're better than UCF, and maybe they're better than Houston. Aaron, anybody else? Anybody else in the conference right now? Anybody else? I mean, I can't. No, no. I can't think of anybody. I would say Baylor's definitely better than this team. They haven't shown it. And then you hear Coach say something to the effect of, "Felt a swagger, felt a swagger on offense in practice." Again, I I know what he's trying to get at, but he's got to stop. He's got to stop talking about that practice stuff. It doesn't matter. Like it, it's if you can't show up with it at the game like nobody wants to hear that nobody nobody wants to hear 
that they look way better in practice than they are in the games. Like that's that's like that's like 101 PR. You better stop talking about that because it's just about it's just going to get thrown back at you because at some point you can't keep rolling that out there. And if you wrote Max analyzing everything, I promise you right now he's gone into his bunker and he is trying to figure out how to make this work. And right now, make no mistake, it is not working. Your text, your calls, um, what do you think can be done to preserve this Baylor season? Is there any move you're dying to see? Is there a change you'd like to make? Uh, 254-662-1660. Call us or text us. That is next. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, live from Rudy's, and hear from soccer head coach Michelle Leonard and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. With our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder. For as little as $2.99 a month, take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are now valid through October 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Everything we do. 
Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah. My old Dallas music. Galloway and Company. And I was Company. And then it was just Galloway and I. But we had a lot of fun. And we had a lot of overreaction Mondays. And then we would have the... uh, we would have like a round table kind of thing. We'd have some sports writers come out, and they used to call it like, uh, what would Galloway call it here, and the Einsteins. <laughs> they would have Frank Luxa. Some of the great sports writers would uh, show up. Jim Reeves, Revo. And on Mondays, we would break it down. And I think, uh, I think some people in Dallas now, of course, you've got the team that has the the flagship has lots of lots of cheerleading going on over there. Hard to cheerlead a forty-two to ten. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you know, game. That's a. It was very, very frustrating, and uh, apparently now, Mike McCarthy said today. He had, he had a talk with C.D. Lamb about his visible frustration on the sideline. He said he understands, and he was frustrated too. He said, if he's not P.O.'d, then I'm P.O.'d, I'm PO'd at him for not being P.O.'d. He should feel that way. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Uh, I think we can say that on air right now, but I still – my uh, my mom would not would not be pleased if I, if I did that. Um Lots of uh, lots of stuff going on uh, across the league, but uh, just complete uh, embarrassment for the Cowboys, and the same for the Baylor Bears. And they now go into a bye week, and they're going to be two and four. And I I don't know. I mean. Jeff Grimes played an enormous role in in what they did uh, in the success in 2021. I I just don't know right now if there's any trust. Uh, he can't get in a play calling rhythm because they just can't get anything going. Um, they used to be at one point they were really solid on fourth down. That's not the case. They don't have any plays fourth and short, fourth and two, fourth and six. There's there's almost nothing they can do. Like on a fourth and short, tried to roll the quarterback out, and they didn't get anything out of it. Play got blown up immediately. Another fourth and two, they needed it bad to get back in the game. They had a shot. They had one shot. I understand going for it. But if, you, if you're going to make the decision to go for it, you got to have some belief that your offense has something up its sleeve. And they've got Dabney and Jake and some of these guys and Kelsey. They've got some 
some tight ends that you like. They've got some bully running backs that you like. And yet they can't. There's nothing they can count on. Like if they're third and one or fourth and one, there's no tush push coming through. There's no let's get down low and push them over for a first down. It's just simply not available to them. And it is uh, it is horribly frustrating. You heard a frustrated Dave Aranda. He says there's a swagger in practice, and it doesn't show up at the games. I think we're all tired of hearing anything of that sort. Nobody wants to hear that. We Hey, man, we look so good. We look so good in practice. That you, you just can't continue to roll that out after week six. It just doesn't matter. Like, you either perform or you don't perform. And if you don't perform, there's only one game right now that you feel like they might have a pretty good shot of winning, and that's Houston. They win that game, uh, and they lose all the others. They finish the season 3-9. Uh, and nine. There'll be no bowl game. And then we'll move on, and we'll have some fun basketball in the men and women both have a shot to win the conference, okay? Men will be tougher because there's just more good teams. Women have some good teams, but uh, but only two really at the top, okay? The Bears and the Longhorns. But the football needs to be figured out, and it's an it's extremely difficult time. They've circled the wagons. I think he has a lot of faith in these coaches and this coaching staff, but at some point, Mac Rhodes is going to have to go to him and say, "Hey, Dave, I something's got to change here. You can't go out there and lose seventy to twenty-two these combined home games." And you know what? Dave is talking to Mac and telling him, "Here's what I'm seeing, and then here's what's not happening." And Mac can choose how long he wants to accept these excuses. And maybe they're not even excuses. Maybe they're valid reasons. But Mac's going to get to a point. I, I keep hearing things, well, does Mac listen? Or Matt, there's a disconnect. Mac doesn't care about the fans. I, I don't know what Mac thinks about the fans, but, like, he's a demanding person. He's not going to sit around and, and stay embarrassed uh, at home. So, I, again, I'm, I'm not – I don't know if he's listening to the fans or listening to the media. Uh, he's not. He's probably not wired to do any of that, but he's wired to feel anger and embarrassment when the team doesn't perform. And I and I think, I think he'll end up acting on that if it doesn't get better. Now, what he's hoping is he's trying to give um, Dave some time to turn this around and. I, I, I'm afraid coming off this bye, we'll see what happens. And if it's not any better, you'll start seeing whether it's little things or big things, changes have to start being made. You can't keep sending that product out there at home and getting beat, beaten that badly. Because what you can't do is what I'm hearing from fans. This feels like the steel era. You can't do it. You can't go back. You can't go back to that mess. And I and I know like that one in eleven year was awful, but at least Rule 
seemingly had had something he was trying to build, and he got it turned around, and he got it going in the right direction. Had a regression in the pandemic year 2020, had the, one of the greatest seasons, if not the greatest season ever, in 2021. I I don't I know those were rules players, but I don't I mean Dave and that staff did a great job that year. So I don't ever I don't really take it like trying to act like that didn't happen or shouldn't count because they were rules players. I, I just I, I get it. I get the argument, but I, I don't. Aaron, what do we have? I know our people have been texting in like crazy today on our CNC Collision Center text line. That's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. What do we have? We will start with Jack from Waco. He says, Dave Aranda couldn't mo- motivate the toast to get out of a toaster. Dave is on the hot seat, and I appreciate that. All right. I, you know, I, I, I think, um, I think Dave still has the players respect him. I, I know the fans don't always feel the fires there. I think there actually is a fire there, but there, we're not seeing results. And this is a results-oriented business. And as great as his contract is and as long as it is and as much money as he makes, I think he understands you lose out uh, or you go four and eight, um, you know, you're on the hot seat, and you may make it, you may not make it. it. It literally will come down to how these games are being played. Win or lose, win or loss, it'll come down to is this team headed in the right direction? Are they competitive? Right now they're not competitive at home, and that is a huge problem. Do we have any others, Aaron? Yeah, and this one's kind of along a similar line. It says, what Coach Aranda says about practice and then the game day performance sounds like he doesn't have a good read on the team. I mean, you can't help but understand where that texture is coming from. I mean, I, I – and you can't keep rolling out there with how good they look in practice because that may be the case – but nobody wants to hear that anymore. Well, not only is it not transferring over to the games, but it's not even transferring over to the start of games. Correct. I mean, they're not even, like, like coming out, you know, at least on the opening kickoff, fired up and, and flying around and, and super excited and making good plays. It's just the start of the game, and it just starts downhill. UCF down 21 nothing before you could get that car race over it was 14 nothing and then 21 oh 21 nothing and i was begging for the craftsman series truck race to come back and then they had that unbelievable comeback and and i think what we're going to learn is whether that was just kind of an aberration a one-time surge i mean again i it was wonderful and so I don't want to really take that away from them. But to come back and play 39-14 and have a head coach and a coaching staff that don't seem to have 
any feel for what they're going to get. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, I get why they no longer, like this new group, Playfly, doesn't want to actually have fans call in after the games. And I think that started a few years back, even. The forum they do after the games. They do text messages. It's so they can, like, they don't want to let fans tee off on this team. I get it. I get it, man. Because it would be ugly. Because fans are upset. And you know what? It would be a really bad sign for Baylor if fans weren't. If they weren't just teeing off right now in demanding change. If you get to the point where they don't care, then just shut it all down. But right now, they still care. And, uh, and, and they're not getting the results they want and deserve. And I promise you, Rhodes and his gang are circling the wagons and looking at this thing from every angle and seeing what can be done. All right, we got to say goodnight. We got a few nuggets for you. Uh, that is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, boy, appreciate everybody. We've gotten a lot of good feedback, a lot of good text messages. We had one, we saw the one, whoever texted in, asking if, if the Bears are not up to, up to speed uh, from a strength and conditioning standpoint. I, I don't know. I mean, they're not ready to go at the start of these games. I mean, I have a hard time thinking that's like a weight room issue. I mean, they're literally just getting beat right off the jump. And, and Aaron and I were just talking about it. Like, not only did they get manhandled by Tech and Baron Morton, who some people did not have much regard for. I mean, he did not win the starting job this year. Uh, that was Shuck. And he was banged up last week, said he got 50% of the snaps with the starters last week. So he was just working through some stuff. They're trying to get him ready uh, 100% on Saturday. He looked 100% to me. Ran for a touchdown. All right, everybody. Oh, man, it was some tough news to react to, but everybody did a great job. Appreciate it. Thank you, Aaron. Rangers tomorrow. That's exciting. Game three of the ALDS. Everybody have a great one. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Monday. Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, what a game, what a win for the Oklahoma Sooners. Saturday in the Red River rivalry in Dallas, the OU Sooners get the win to remain undefeated on the season. We'll hear from their head coach, Brent Venables, coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.